from our studios here at the Great South Bay in Long Island, New York. This is our own Turf Wars podcast. Here's your host, Matthew Outlay. Everybody and welcome to this another edition of Home Turf Sports on the Home Turf Radio Network. I'm Matthew Holly. I'm your host for the next. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how long this show will last, but hey, it's a given. It is when. It, welcome to Wednesday, August seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. Good night. It's a good night for. It's a good night for for everybody. It's gonna. I hope you have a great evening. But if you're a New York baseball fan. I.e., if you're a Yankee fan like me, or you're a Mets fan, you got to be disappointed after what happened last night. I mean, let's look at what happened. Let's look at the scoreboard, shall we? I mean, look at it. The New York last night, the Yankees went like hey, three, went lost three one. To the Tampa Bay Rays. 3-1. And, oh my god, they are spiraling down. I'm like, down. 11th loss in the last 13 games. Last 13. What the, and you, and you gotta ask yourself, well, how could they be this bad? You had all this talent... And yeah, you be this, you can be this bad. AP said, Randy Rosarena hit a three-one homer off Nestor Cortez in the first inning, and the Tampa Bay Rays staff made it stand up, leading the Rays over the skidding New York Yankees three-one Tuesday night. Oh man, this is the kind of thing that makes me sick. Of course, starter Jeffrey Springs and four relievers. Combined on a four-hitter and a crowd of 41,083 fans at Yankee Stadium booed their AL East leaders at times. So I, I, I want to blame them. I did not expect this team to be mediocre. I didn't expect this team to be any worse than they were last season. I, I did not expect them to play like goop. Every chance they get, Yankees have lost 11 of 13 and are 18 of 17 since reaching the All Star break at 64-28. What the how what the fuck are you guys doing? Of course, they only got four heads while winning its fourth straight and closing within nine games of the Yankees. The Yankees' lowest margin. Also being nine ahead of June fifteenth. Of course, New York's of course the race trailed by fifteen and a half games after getting swept at since swept in the great in quite a in Great America ballpark against the Cincinnati Reds. July's eighth to the tenth. Makes me want to make I'm probably I'm probably I'm laughing at it, but hey. The Rays are the Rays are starting to look like they're bouncing back. With all that, with all this going on, now the Yankees had lost his fifth straight series and was held to just three runs or less 
for the seventh straight game. What the fuck are you guys doing? They avoided being blanked on three straight games for the first time since 2016 when Andrew Benetendi tripled in the fifth and scored on a fielding error by third baseman Yandy Diaz on a grounder by Miguel Angelar. Even Yankee fans booed when Angelar struck out to end the seventh with Josh Donaldson on third. And there were more than just more when Jose Trevino struck out to end the game. This was like sitting This is the kind of game that makes you sick. Of course, Isaac Paredes started the game with singles. One out later, Rosarena gave the Rays a 3-0 lead by lifting a 1-1 fastball into the left field seats for a 16th homer of the season. It was Arizona's fourth homer in six games after the fielder went homerless in 16 straight games. I mean, come on, what the actual fuck are you doing? Nestor Cortez, I mean, this is, I mean, like the guy, like the guy, but he's a fucking mess right about now. You're not the, you let, you let, you sing gave two hit, two hits and a sing, two singles, and you gave a Rosarena a good one, and you landed a seat. No wonder Yankee fans were booing him last night. Cortez allowed three runs and four hits in seven innings. He struck out three, walked none, and retired 19 of his final 21 hitters. I'm like, what an actual fucker you fuck. You just, you just played play terrible. This is going to be the worst. I mean, I will laugh at this. I mean, I mean... I want me... I want, it makes me want to strangle Aaron Boone right about now. He, when he said... Yeah, we're all frustrated, but you can't let the frustration get in your way of preparing and going every night. We've got a few guys that are in a rut. We we got we got to prepare and get ready and fight our way out of it. It's it's part of it, and it's no fun when you're going through it. But that's where we are right now. What well, make me want to strangle you right now? You lost to the Tampa Bay Rays of all teams. That that same team that wanted a split season. From Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay and Montreal, you guys gotta be ashamed of yourselves. And I'm la- and I'm probably laughing at I'm probably laughing at this team. You guys are still leading in the American American League. You guys have like what? You guys have what? The second best record in major in the major leagues right now. In the second best league, you're in the American League. You're three game. You're probably like three wins behind the Houston Astros, and yet the Houston Astros has a better record. Raise the Raven and make the Rays look like wild card, wild card contenders. And who gives and the Red Sox? Uh, fuck the Red Sox too. They don't get. They don't go. They're not gonna make it to the. Well, they're not gonna make it to the playoffs with, at this rate. They'll probably go for five hundred tonight, but that's a mm, that's a mighty big stretch. And then there's the Mets. I thought they were. I thought they were good. I thought this team was good, but they got shut out. 
by the fucking Atlanta Braves. I mean, I will say that. I will say that because every Met, that's how every Met fan feels about the Atlanta Braves. Of course, Chuck Morton pitched a hell of a game. He's six of five. He's he's now six of five. The big and of course, Billy Epler really deserves some shit with this one. AP again. The Atlanta Braves never seem to get flustered. Less than two weeks ago, the World Series champions endured a miserable series against the team they've been chasing in the NL East pretty much all summer. They haven't lost since. Yeah. Of course, Charlie Morton was dominant on the mound. Matt Olsen and Bobby Grossman went deep. And the Braves made it in a row with 5-0 with a 5-0 blanking of the division-leading New York Mets on Tuesday night. The last time these teams met in Queens, it was the Mets winning 4-5. In Atlanta, the Braves have won the first two games on a four-game set combined by a combined margin of 18-1, closing the gap on New York to three and a half games. I guess Giants Dicker said it better. You're going to have series that don't go your way. There's nothing you can do about it. Just fight through it. Of course, Charlie Morton surrendered three hits and a walk in two and six and a, six and two third innings, posting his fourth double-figure strikeout in the game game of the season with 12 strikeouts. His curveball was especially effective, which is why he pitched pitched it through on nearly half of his 97 pitches. The Mets, I mean, this is not, of course, for the second time in a row, their pitcher was lifted after two innings because of an injury. This time it was 10-game winner Taiwan Walker making the exit because of early exit because of back spasms. Of course, he said he tightened up, his bat tightened up after he covered first to get the final out in second. He's not sure if, if he'll be able to make his next card. Of course, the previous night, Carlos Carrasco went out with a strained oblique, left oblique. A 13-game winner, he is placed on the injured list before the game and is expected to miss up to a month. He'll be back in September, I'll bet. R.J. Alvarez, who was called up from the AAA Syracuse, the news affiliate, before the game, took over for Walker and surrendered a 413-foot homer to, you know, to Robbie Grossman, the second battery face. The blast in the right field was Grossman's first homer for the Braves since being acquired from Detroit ahead of the trade deadline. Alvarez even served up he served up an even deeper homer to Matt Olson. Wham a oh, uh, two-run shot for his 25th of the season. Sterling Marte didn't even buy just a 4,400. 43-foot drive sailed far over his head, and no doubter as it soon as it left the bat. This is this is what they're up against. I mean, you like this team? I mean, come on, Buck. I thought you were. I thought you were coaching. Don't even talk. Can't even tolerate this yet. And you said, and you, and you're probably sounding like Cotite right about now. This team is still leading the NL East 
and yet you let the hard-charging, defending champions come at you like that. What the fuck is going on with the Mets as well? I bet Uncle George, God rest his soul, he's, I mean, he's got to be rolling in his grave right about now. Not even. You also have the second best record in the National League. The top, the, the best record in, in Major League Baseball happens to be the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, and they're even playing good and they're playing good baseball. The Mets play the Mets play comedy. The Mets play comedy ball. A two-game losing streak. What the fuck is going on here? Feeling you lost to the Braves. Winners of eight. Eating two in the last ten. I'm a, yeah. I, I can't. I can't even imagine talking about a team that can't get what's supposed to be good this year, and yet to become mediocre. When you look at the wild card, when you look at the wild card, it's no surprise. It's no surprise. Braves are Braves and Phillies. They'll be in probably make it. The Padres have two have a two game losing streak, and yet they'll make it. Man, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be a, a, a Met fan. It's also embarrassing to be a Yankee fan. You lost, especially when the Yanks lost three and a, three three games in a row, three games in a row, two and eight, last ten. You got the you got the Rays. You got the Rays coming after you. You got the Blue Jays coming after you. I mean, what in the actual fuck is wrong with New York baseball right now? What the actual what in the actual fuck? I mean, shit needs to change now. And and with September coming up, you got to put together better results than what I'm here, than whatever right now. They play tonight anyway. That's good. That's a sign of things. Good things. Um, we'll be back right after this. This is the home, this is Home Turf Sports on the Home Turf Radio Network. And of course, if you can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. And we'll be back right after a word. I know, I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area, or something like that. Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac T shirts. Long Island Toss t-shirts, Island Tribe t-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. This is the best butt shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 at, next to the next to the Amityville Amityville train station. That's that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out and check them out today. Long Island, you got Rucker Harlem has Rucker Lincoln Queens got Lincoln. Well, um, but Long Island has the Mac. Well, folks, there's a purge going on in Arlington today. 
And if you're a Texas Rangers fan, it's going to get ugly. Trust and believe. On Monday, the Texas the franchise fired manager Chris Woodward. Otten Woodward, of course, third base coach Tony Beasley would manage the club on an on an interim basis for the remainder of the season. Of course, I mean, yeah, I mean, what's going on with this thing? I mean, what's going on with this thing? Of course, they had they have of course president of course John Daniels who was. Then president of baseball operations will get to that his fate in a moment in a moment after this. I mean, we've had we've had had extensive discussions over the last several weeks, and while the team's current performance is currently a big part of the, this decision, we are also looking at the future. As the Rangers continue to develop a winning culture and put the pieces together to compete for a postseason year in and year out. We felt a change in leadership was necessary at the time. Of course, the Rangers hired Woodward as their manager in 2019. Posted a 211-287 record at, over that time. The club signed Woodward to a contract extension last November that covered the 2023 season and had a club option for 2024. Of course, Texas entered 2022 with elevated expectations after spending $500 million to bring in shortstop Corey Seager and second baseman Marcus Simeon. Despite the high-profile additions, the Rangers have struggled to produce at the plate, sitting 14th in MLB in home runs scored and 17th in OPS. Of course, Woodward failed to produce a winning record in nearly four seasons at the helm in Texas. Of course, that although the club has been re- relatively competitive this year, the Rangers they're just six to twenty-four in one in one game, one run games, which has been a big factor in a disappointing campaign. Of course, the Rangers are fourth team to fire their manager this season, joining the Toronto Blue Jays, Los Angeles Angels, and the Philadelphia Phillies. It's a mess right now, and and it doesn't and it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. I mean. And of course, the Angels. Of course, the Ray. Of course, of course, after the first game, his first game on charge. Of course, Tony Beasley got his win. Probably the case of stability. But when you talk about leadership, a change in leadership was needed. John Daniels is gone too. That's right. John Daniels, of course, the Rangers put the kibosh on on John Daniels, of course. Daniels, of course, the score was the Texas Rangers fired longtime president of baseball operations, John Daniels. The team announced Wednesday. General Manager Chris Young will take over Daniels' duties effective immediately. Of course, Daniels is firing comes about 48 hours after Texas parted ways with manager Chris Woodward. Well, this move ends Daniels' 20-year tenure in the Rangers' front office. The last 17, which he spent as their base chief baseball executive, the longest-tenured head of baseball operations in team history. He was the youngest GM in baseball history when he named, when named to the position in October 20, oh, 2005. 
and he added President to this title in 2013. Of course, Ray Dayton, of course, Ray Dayton, owner Ray, da owner Ray Davis in a statement, it was said in a statement, John's accomplishments in his 17 years running our baseball department have been numerous. But the bottom line is, we have not had a winning record since 2016, and for much of that time, have not been competitive in the AL West division. While I am certain we are heading in the right direction, I felt the cha a change is, changing the leadership of the Baseball Operations Department will be beneficial going forward. Of course, the Rangers achieved their greatest successes as a franchise under Daniels' watch. The teams he built won four division titles and made the playoffs, made playoff, five playoff appearances from 2010 to 2016. During that span, they, they secured their franchise's first ever playoff series win. The AL in their ALDS, ALD, the 2010 ALDS, in the 10th 50th season, and their first two American League pennants, 2010 and 2011. But the franchise has downturned in the last five years, failing to live up to the expectations after bringing in some big names and opening a new ballpark two years ago. Large extensions handed out to Daniels to homegrown players such as. With that a door and Elvis Andrews also failed to work out for the club. Of course, Daniels tried to put last year's this for one of the two lost campaign in the rearview mirror over the winter, spending a total of five hundred fifty-six million on free agent stars Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, and John Gray. But the money hasn't changed results yet, as Texas enters Wednesday, setting twelve games below five hundred. Of course, when the Rangers hired Young. 43 as their diameter Daniels in December 2020. This will be the former All-Star pitcher's first time heading up baseball's operation, baseball operations for an organization. I mean, what do you expect? A mess all around, right? But when you look at the bottom line, it's as bad as is for the Mets. It's as bad as is for the for the club. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. You're overshadowed by another team in Texas, the Houston Astros. And yeah, change was needed in the in, in the bull, in the dugout and in the front office. Change was I mean, uh, change is change is inevitable. But hey, this has got to be the this has got to be a mess. And let's look at the face it. Ownership is willing to cut willing to cut some blood cut some blood in order to be in order to make themselves better. Of course from the sounds of things according to CBS Sports. Michael Young will be the permanent replacement for Daniels instead of the team going outside the organization to hire a new boss. Of course, he was said in a, in a status statement, Chris Young, Young is one of the top young baseball executives in the business and in his 21 months on the job has brought welcome energy and new ideas for the organization. I am confident in Chris's ability to lead our baseball operations with the goal of producing a consistent winner on the field. Yeah, yeah, if you're in the business for 21 months, 
like two and a half years, you you're pretty much you're you're you pretty much. How you're pretty much uh, have your workout out for him. Do some principle. I mean, Chris. I mean, Michael Young. I mean, I mean, let's talk. Uh, Chris Young. I mean, I mean, he won. A, he won a ring with the. He won a ring with the Royals. He he played. He had. He made an All Star. He was an All Star with the Pod, Padres. Do know how to work? Does the guy knows how to work? Is he going? Is he the guy going forward? Yeah, man. Maybe so, but. When the sound of things, he's pretty much running. He's pretty much he is pretty much on the up and up when it comes to making it better. And right now, those Rangers need a whole lot, a lot more than just a different voice in the front office and in the dugout. Just hope. It ain't a retreat. All right, retreat. Okay, nobody wants to retreat. We already got Mets. Somebody got one of Buck Showalter. How that turn? I mean, even though even though the Mets are still are still the best team in the NL East right now, but you gotta get someone who knows how to win and get this team back on the right track. That's all I can say about that. More, we got more of. Uh, we got well, we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna be talking. We're doing a little football when we come back. I mean, that's the only segment after this. This is Home Turf Sports, right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. If you check us out on Instagram, it's Home. We are on. We're, follow us at Home Turf Radio. If you have us on Twitter, follow check out Twitter. Follow us at Home Turf Radio. And if you have Facebook, like us at Home Turf Radio. We'll be right back. After this, I know your shirts are bland, your hats are bland, your businesses are businesses are bland, bland. So why not give it a facelift with Li Tops? Li Tops is the is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom hats. And of course, putting up putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tots is home to some of the with some of the best guys in the business to work to get this get make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance. Out L I Chops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L I T O P E Ops. Giants fans know that I always have a love-hate relationship with the team. From the quarterback play to terrible, to terrible, to terrible offensive line to a defense that can't play any defense. I mean, there's no reason why I can't even. Right? <laughs> there are times when I can't even wear. I don't even. I don't even wear any Giants. Paraphernalia when they lose. Do I root for them to succeed? Yes, I do. But it, mm, but I will say be blunt. I will also be blunt here. 
we don't I mean we don't even have the talent they don't even have the talent to win. I've been blunt for you I've been blunt for years Giants fans could be mad about the mad they say oh dude fumbles the ball a lot dude fumbles the ball a lot when it, that's when it comes to Daniel Jones. I, when I might think about him, it's like, dude's good. He didn't have, he wasn't, but he wasn't good at Duke. He doesn't have, he wasn't good at Duke. This is a Dave Gettleman, this is the stupidest pick from Dave Gettleman. He fumbles the ball, he fumbles the ball, throws so many picks. I mean, that's just me. I want the, I want him to succeed, but Dude's more likely to be a backup one day. No wonder the Giants didn't even sign the uh, given given extension. I mean, if you look at his rookie season, three thousand two hundred seven twenty-seven passing yards, like. 26 touchdowns. Duke could run, and Duke could run 279 rushing yards. I mean, I mean, Duke knows how to play. I mean, the dude knows how to play football. And yet they suck. And yet they sucked in 2019. Second season under Danny. Second season, Danny Jones had a had a had a had a, uh, not as good as his 2019. His passing yards went dipping down. 2,943 passing yards, 12 total touchdowns. I mean, come on. To say that Daniel Jones is not the face of the franchise is a stretch here. And let me be blunt. I'll say this. Real fans root for all of their players. Me, except me at one point, except for one. But man, if we can't even some some sometimes it was there are times when I couldn't even root I couldn't even root for Tiki Barber when he was co- under the Tom Coughlin era I couldn't even say I can I couldn't stand the arrogance liked them when I liked them I but but I couldn't even stomach him. But I will be but when it comes right down to it. It was a, it felt like a reach. He's not yeah, I mean I will be if you say that otherwise, he's got a now he's got now if you look at his twenty twenty one campaign. I mean I mean Holy shit, this kid is could be better. But he's not. But he's not. Um. But he's not pretty much the guy going forward. I guess they didn't even give him his. Uh, they declined his option. This is kind of make a break year for him. I want him to succeed, but it's hard. And I get. And you could say. And I could say I. I am not one of those guys. Who can't even stomach this thing? 
I can't even, I can't even, I can't even stomach, damn stomach this thing. This is why they got called, this is why he got called Danny Derps for a reason. Derps on the field, fumbles, fumbles the ball, fumbles the ball. He fumbles the ball. He stays too long, he's gonna get set. But, in all honesty, it was embarrassment. It was embarrassment. Steven made up a, some fan made up a problem. They made up a, like a, like a disease, like some sort of, like, medical term for those who do not like the guy, the guy that um, this is um, this is his, but this is inspired by the infamous Brady derangement syndrome. Dude, this has nothing to do with hating Tom Brady. Brady, I never hated Tom Brady. I know I never hated. Uh, I never. I didn't like. Uh, I never hated Tom Brady. I respected Tom Brady. He's just not. He's just he, just because he won seven Super Bowls doesn't mean he lost like three. Meaning, in fact, that's a change of fact. He lost three Super Bowls too. He lost twice to the Giants. He lost to a lost to a backup QB in Philadelphia. And it's, and here's the name for this one. Went right here. Daniel Jones derangement syndrome. One said there is currently no known cure. I'm like I'm like what the fuck? What in the actual fuck am I reading? What the actual fuck am I hearing? He was like should have been there. He was drafted number six. He was drafted six because we probably need. That's where we needed a linebacker. We could have got somebody on defense, and we picked him number six. I was like, I was in, I was like, full Danny Aiello mode. Do you remember when you all remember when Chris Dash Porzingis was drafted? Rappaport went full Aiello. Man, it was. I'm a, I'm a. This is the kind of thing that got me there. Went full blown. I, Danny Aiello, man. Here at Assassin's and check this. Recommended his highlights. Okay? His 2020-21 highlights. I mean, did, it, did did he get us to the playoffs? Look at this. I'm looking at all the. I'm looking at the comments section there. I mean, if the one tweet said, if it was I said, comment said in that video, it's crazy how many Giants, quote unquote, fans I see talk about wanting this kid released from benched. If you really paid attention, you'd see how good this kid could be. He checks the boxes for me. He grinds his ass off. He loves the game. He's a leader. That's what I want before anything else. And on top of that, he's extremely accurate, especially when he pushes the ball downfield. And he's Saquon Barkley back. Holy cow, imagine that RPO. Better protection and a short fire number one. And people seem to realize, seem to think that this kid, that the kid should put up Mahomes numbers in an offense that's handicapped by Jason Garrett's scheme. 
and a lack of ability the Giants receivers have to catch the ball. I'm very high on DJ, and he could be our franchise quarterback. As a matter of fact, I think he already is. Well, the taste says otherwise. I mean, he's not good, but he's not good. But if he, but if he's got a good offensive line and a solid offensive coordinator, then yeah, I agree. But he ain't as good. But he ain't as good as advertised. He ain't even. He ain't even. He didn't have a winning record. What winning record? As a QB. The tape says otherwise, but the numbers don't lie here. 12 and 25. That's his record. As a starting, as a starting QB. 12 and 25. That sounds like a Chris. Sounds like Christmas. I mean, how does that, how does that feel? Mediocre at best, my my man. Playing, running at the center. How does it He's not gonna, he's not gonna, I mean, I will see he's gonna, I, and I hope he does good, better than he was last year. And matter of fact, I hope he does better than his whole career at this point. Makes a big deal about him. And man, he gets protection, and the receivers catch him, okay, it'd be great. He's very accurate, fast, tough, fast, and accurate, and intelligent. That's true. That's true. But he's not a. But he's not a. But he's not good. Not as good as advertised. But just twenty-five. It was four and seven last year in eleven games. And he flat. He flat out sucked. Flat out sucked. He was on a. He was on a. I thought he was gonna be. I thought he was gonna turn it around one year. He was a he had who had yards that in his rookie season. He didn't even make it. He didn't even make it there. The fall the two seasons. His fourth year. He's well. He's gonna play. It's his fourth year. So what's i wonder how that will try i wonder how that turns out right now so basically is it going to be mediocre is it going to be great i have no idea but in all fairness i mean i can't even i can't even root i sometimes i can't even root for this team but at the same time It's like I've seen a Phil Simms situation. I remember when, as a kid, Phil, when Phil Simms was, I, I'm stories from Phil Simms before I was actually born. He was, he, I think he was supposed to be the big face of the franchise. Instead, he benched him for, like, for Scott Bruner. 19 after the 1983 season. The 1983 season, they started. I thought we they were going to get Phil Sims or Jeff Rutledge. Instead, he picked Scott fucking Bruner. I mean, I will be blunt. I will be blunt, but it's as laughable as it is right now.
it's like it's kind of laughable right now. Can he be? Can he be great? I have no clue. Can he, that's up to him. Can he be good? I hope he will. But I don't see it. I don't see it right now. That's the hard. That's the hard part. We'll wrap this up right after this. This is Home Tour Sports on the Home Turf Radio Network. Now you can listen to Home Tour Sports on your on Google Podcasts. Check us out every weekday on our check out the link in our description to check out our new home for home, just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor. The Home Tour Sports Podcast every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now Google Podcasts. Don't forget to check us out today. Thanks for checking out home and listening to Home Turf Sports, part of the Home Turf Radio Network. Glad you joined. Glad you listened. And don't forget, we'll be back next time. I'll be back next time with an all-new episode. And all remember, you can always find us, listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our home base at Anchor. And also, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're at Home Turf Radio. So long, everybody. We'll be back next time.